you know, it's always good to spend a Friday night with your buddy. <clears throat> some beer, some wings, and best friends. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Oh, I need a mug like that. Bro, mm. how mm-hmm. are you? It has been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I, I have been a a uh I've been dealing with a uh some stuff. I'm busy, busy, man. Just uh we were, I know we were supposed to get this shindig on I think last Sunday, right? I'm like, yeah, let's do last Sunday, and then just stuff just kept on happening, bro. Just well, one thing after <clears throat> good things. Uh, no, uh, yeah, good things obviously, but like it's just like, dang man, I got like no time. Like, I was supposed to go watch. I know we're gonna talk about a, a little spoiler alert for the uh, for everyone here tuning in or just listening on podcast format. <clears throat> I was supposed to go watch Batman. I think Thursday, last Thursday, right? Yeah, but then, you know, stuff kept on happening. Going. Yeah, <clears throat> I have I've yet to watch freaking Batman, so like I'm I'm super excited to finally, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Sit down and watch Batman for three hours. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been about two weeks since we've done yeah. a lot, done a show. Yep. And we told okay, it was like, <clears throat> let me check out my Marvel Comics uh, calendar. That's still in January, so that's not going to do me any good. So it was about mm-hmm. two weeks ago, we did we did our Boba Fett episode, and we said, okay, next Wednesday we're going to do Peacemaker. Yeah. And my guy over here hits me up on Monday. Of that week, and goes, bro. I ain't seen it yet. I said, seen what? I haven't even watched Peacemaker. So <laughs> it's okay, dude. Just, just get on it. So yeah, we we were gonna still hit that Wednesday deadline. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So my buddy hits me up on Wednesday, Jr. Yep. That Wednesday, and goes, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, can we push to Friday? Yeah, not a problem, bro. Not a problem. Sweet so thing. Stuff happens. This is where it gets interesting. Okay. I'm leaving. I leave work. I go ahead to do some grocery shopping because mm-hmm. I was cooking up a storm last weekend. And, you know, it's six o'clock on a Friday night, last Friday. <clears throat> yeah. And I go call. And I call JR. Usually I text him. I call JR. JR, we record tonight? Yeah. Bro, I just realized something. Yeah, I bet you did. Because remember, JR told us we're recording last friday yeah it's my birthday tonight i know it is jr <laughs> jr had forgotten his own damn birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> i thought yeah. that was fantastic very old of you uh mm-hmm. you have uh, hit the what the ripe old age of what what are you 30 35 35 see you can't even remember 35. how old you are. it's, it's yeah, man. true sign of your 30s yeah man so happy so, birthday happy belated birthday to my man jr thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you. And I'll, hey, everyone out there, I know we, we posted it online. The picture is a great picture of him photobombing me at the, uh, I think it was like the Avengers. It may have been. Was I photobombing you or were you photobombing me? Bit of both. <laughs> he took a picture of me and my wife and a friend of ours mm. and then turned mm-hmm. around and did the old, you gave me your phone, I'm taking a selfie. And then I photobombed mm-hmm. his photobombed selfie. So that's right. That's <clears> nonetheless, hey, good times at the asylum. Yeah, man. A movie premiere. So tonight we're going to talk about DC mm-hmm. Comics, the good, the yeah. bad, and the ugly. Uh, neither one of us have seen the Batman, so it's fitting mm-hmm. that we have a Batman background. If you're watching the video format, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk mm-hmm. about what we've heard without talking about anything about the movie, like good, bad, whatever we've heard about Batman. But mainly, it's going to be talking about the state of DC. Uh, comic books are a little bit in flux. 
uh, Peacemaker, and um, just kind of where we're going. I mean, uh, I tell you one thing we don't talk about enough is DC TV on WB is yeah. killing it right now. So uh, we'll talk about maybe we'll talk about. It. I'm not quite up, but I've kind of I kind of hunt and peck kind of about yeah. what I watch on on WB. But nonetheless, <clears throat> we have breaking news, my friend. How so? We have breaking news. Okay. Today, it is official. We're getting Deadpool three. Oh, finally! That's it cool. is official. I mean, finally. <clears throat> now, the bigger question: the bigger question is it going to be from Disney or is it going to be from their the, the Hulu the whoever runs Hulu? It is going to be a 20th Century Fox there production. Remember, Disney owns 20th Century Fox. It is going to be pr- produced by the Fox side of Disney. Mm. This. Smart. According to the Hollywood Reporter, is that uh, Deadpool has its writers yeah. uh, in the form of Wendy Molyneux. Mo- I apologize if I brutalized their name. Wendy Molyneux and Lizzie Molyneux uh, Luglin. Luglin. Yeah, th- yeah. They. Uh, I think they. Yeah, they yeah. Do, they, they, they do they too. Did. I think so. Yeah, I think they. Uh, they're long-standing writers for Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, and they've been working on it. They've been working. I know they've done things prior to that. I just forgot. Well, I think I heard. I think I heard their name. Molyneux specifically. I think she wrote a comic. Okay. Yeah. You know, Have you ever heard or seen the movie Free Guy? I have. And and your thoughts? It's very. It's good. It's yeah. overall good. It's it's you get Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. Right, you're always gonna get run around. He's like per- perfect analogy, right there, my friend. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen the trailer for the Adam Project? I have not. Okay, Adam Project, interesting concept. Ryan Reynolds uh, is from he's, a, he's 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 from the future. He comes back, and he comes back to when he was about ten years old That's to right. himself. And kind of helps himself become a better person <clears throat> and also have a, a, improve his relationship with his father, who, by the way, is played by Mark Ruffalo. So Ryan Reynolds' character, Adam, I believe, uh, the older Ryan Reynolds probably, you know, obviously Ryan Reynolds is like in his 30, 40 years, he's about 40 years old. So the 40-year-old Adam comes back to the past to help his younger self uh, along to, to his uh, improve his relationship with his father, played by Mark Ruffalo. So we have Deadpool and we have the Hulk in a movie together. <laughs> now, these two movies are directed by a gentleman by the name of, and I just had it here, um, it is Sean Levy is the director. And mm-hmm. Sean Levy directed Free Guy. He has directed um, uh, The Adam Project. He's also worked with um, Hugh Jackman on okay. a previous film and has been reported by The Hollywood Reporter today that... Sean Levy is to be the new director for Deadpool three, and it has okay. been approved. It has been validated by Ryan Reynolds on his Insta- on his Twitter feed. It says the third film in my Sean Levy trilogy that will be a tad more stabby. <laughs> yeah, expect. Uh, so uh, yeah, just just actually seeing some of these stats right now because I'm pulling up as well. Yeah, the Adam Project was pretty cool. Um, the the sisters, the Levinus, the Molyneux sisters, actually worked on Bob's Burgers. There you go. I was thinking of that one. Oh, okay. They work on Bob's Burgers, and I, we had um the the artist for Bob's Burgers, who was also really cool guy. I forgot oh, I, super I, his cool name guy. escapes me, but yeah, he was a he actually uh, was at the comic selling for a couple days. Frank, man. uh, yeah, I had his name. I, Frank something. I know. 
Yeah, yeah, it's he. He's a cool guy too. He was oh, at the, super cool. Yes, he was at Comic Asylum for a little bit because when when we did in, what 2018? 2018, he was he was, the, he was a uh, appearing at Comic Con Palm Springs at the Air yeah. Museum. Yeah, um, that was cool. That was fucking cool. And he did one of my Gwenpool variants. Um, yep. He did the uh, the daughter. What's that? The daughter, right? No, I was, I was thinking about it, but see, I'm not a big Bob's Burger fan, so it wouldn't be to me. I didn't. It would be like to me, it'd be like cultural appropriation. I hmm. I didn't feel like I I would understand the reference, and, and it would be it would from what I understand, it would be fitting that the daughter from Bob's Burger be dressed up as Gwenpool mm-hmm. in the variant. But I decided to go so it was uh, Frank Forte. Okay, Frank Forte's other work. He also worked on Despicable Me. And right. drew the minions. So I had right. them, I had them do which the minions are they're assumed to be all male, but they're kind of gender ambiguous. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I had one of the minions dressed up as Gwenpool, which is yeah. hilarious. It's, it's and he's like banana with two uh katanas. It's it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, but go, yeah, go. so yeah. yeah, we got ourselves a director, we have writers, we just don't have a launch date, yeah, and we is- do know that. Disney has said, Kevin Feige has said, Deadpool 3 will be rated R. Yeah, it's good. I'm just looking at like, just looking at like the other projects too from from the whole cast. It's a very tight knit group from looking at it. Just, I'm just seeing the Molyneux sisters. I'm also seeing, again, Ryan Reynolds, who doesn't fucking look like he aged anywhere past the age of 30. <laughs> just to be honest with you. Uh, I also see <clears throat> a Riffle named Jennifer Garner, which is an interesting call out. It's been a minute since I've seen her. I know that she's been in some. Uh, uh, what that weird trouble before um, years ago, and, and then that weird trouble, but that she wasn't a, a bit of controversy before years ago. Uh, Zoe Saldana is in it, so that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Keeping back, keeping it the Marvel in-house type of names, and so yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't really surprise me that um that when you get like a group of people that you know has consistently worked together, yeah, you know over a number of years or over, over a number of projects that they want to continue to work together. I think of freaking um. Like all of Nolan's people, that yeah, he, he has always, worked with. <clears throat> Same people. Like it's like it, it doesn't matter. Like I forgot uh, the guy who. Um, well, Tom Spielberg Hardy. did the, Spielberg and Lucas did the same thing. Tom, yeah, I, I think of Tom Hardy and like how many freaking movies as he's been in with just Nolan. Like he's been he's been said before that he's a he's a hard actor to work with, but he's always down for a Nolan movie and he's always willing to work with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan knows how to knows how to um, basically keep his people not in check but like you know on the same page and so it doesn't surprise me that you know that this has all been good vibes with ryan reynolds i, I feel like it's gonna be the exact same thing with with taika and uh with uh with the hemsworth oh yeah he wants to, yeah so i think i think uh taika wants to work with him all the hemsworth brother now too from uh, from rumors what i've heard but yeah cool deadpool 3 awesome i would love to see more of them i'm hoping they would uh bring back x23 yeah the, uh, the girl I know she's uh, right now. She's in, I think, Bone, like something in Bone on on a, uh, was it Hulu or is it Prime Video? She's currently working on a project right now that's actually really freaking great. I honestly should watch uh, it. Time in Bone or something like that. Something like that. I remember we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We we're talking about yeah. the multiverse, but um, so yeah, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to it, and I'm still not 100 sold that Ryan Reynolds does not show up as the Merc from the, with the mouth. In the multiverse of madness, um, and I know everyone talked about how highly anticipated Spider-Man No Way Home was, and it was, and it lived up to the hype, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I really and truly think that multiverse of madness is probably going to be the 
this this is just going to be a ridiculous movie. Uh, real quick, before we get to the DC stuff, more Marvel stuff on the horizon. It was finally formally announced by the Disney uh, company and Marvel Studios that the Netflix merger or the Netflix uh, exodus or whatever you want to call it is complete as of March 16th, which will be next week. Mm. The Defenders are coming to Disney+. Plus. That will be uh, Daredevil Seasons 1, 2, and 3. Luke Cage Seasons 1 and 2. Jessica Jones Seasons yep. 1, 2, and 3. Iron Fist Seasons 1 and 2. Defenders Limited Series Punisher Seasons <laughs> 1 and 2. All are coming to Disney+. Plus, as well as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All seven seasons are coming to Disney+. Plus. That makes, I believe... As of right now, all of the of the Marvel TV series under one roof, except for one, and I, that is um, Cloak and Dagger. But technically, that mm-hmm. is over on Hulu, even though it was it was a freeform program, which freeform was, I believe, ran by Fox. Yeah, um, yeah and, it was. and so it's. Um, it, so you can watch it on Hulu, which is a technically a Disney property, but I think literally the only show, the only property that is within the technical Marvel stu- Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, that isn't on Disney Plus for can uh, just just straight streaming is is uh, um, Cloak and Dagger. All three seasons of Runaways is also available on Disney Plus. Which, by the way, if you have never watched that show, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, really underrated show, but yeah, Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, uh, and all of the Netflix shows will be on. Well, Agent Carter's there now, but yeah. Agents of Shield and all the Netflix Defender shows will be on uh, Disney Plus starting March yeah. 16th. Much to the chagrin of a lot of parents, um, <laughs> I mean, who don't like that. But uh, it's fine. It's oh, you, you, I, you know, I heard a sad story actually about Charlie Cox, um, our resident going to be Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Yeah, is that um, uh, I heard a sad story in a sense of like. He was so excited when the when No Way Home was gonna come out, and like he like he went oh, to his yeah. home theater, and then he like he was like waiting for like oh cool this one might come up right, and when when Daredevil or Matt Murdock came on the screen, it was just dead quiet and no one really cared, or like, that's how he felt, and he's like ah he's like oh he felt deflated like oh I guess no one really cared, and I'm like oh come on man like like I'm I'm wondering if it's like if he is back home or back in his home country of UK of of Britain, and I know that they're. Are variant are like different forms of like applause per se. Like I know that you don't really applause generally in a play in in the UK, exactly necessarily, or like other forms of like that type of entertainment because like you know, Marvel stuff is crazy all you know everywhere. But yeah. you know, like like applause and like chatter and like you know just whooping and hollering is it, I can't say strictly a US thing, but you see that a lot more. And I was definitely whooping and hollering when I saw fucking Matt Murdock oh. on screen. I was excited so, about it, but I will say that my theater, and though I saw the the morning, uh, the morning, uh, early morning, what you call it, the early bird special, mm-hmm. um, on a Sunday, uh, or no, it was on a Saturday. I take that back. Um, and um, I was ecstatic, as yeah. ecstatic as I could be, considering at that very moment I was probably COVID positive. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I can understand that. I mean, and what JR is talking about too is. Um, a lot of wrestling fans uh, also, mm. uh, they say that it, one of the most difficult things to do as a wrestler is to wrestle in, in Japan because the Japanese don't applaud. Yeah. They, they, when you hit a big spot, like, you know, like a big, like a big move, they don't applaud. They begin to applaud when you add like 
choke holds and stuff like that when you slow the match down they like the drama to build yeah. uh and i think maybe you're right jr maybe it is in the uk that maybe but i've seen videos on reaction videos on youtube that no matter where yeah. you are in the world if it's marvel it's crazy but it was such a pivotal scene it wasn't a scene that you kind of popped for other than yeah. oh shit it's you charlie cox's yeah yeah so you know and also it could it. be taking the consideration the, the audience yeah the the audience for spider-man has always been younger i mean yeah, yeah we sure. like it we're 30 plus but little kids with their their spider ruse and their spider-man pjs and they go out wearing their spider-man so yeah that's the only thing I can think of. I did read the same story, and I was bummed for Charlie because mm-hmm. I didn't want I didn't want. But we've seen those YouTube videos. Ninety yeah. percent of the world popped for Charlie yeah. Cox. Oh, absolutely, man! Especially I, when he caught the brick. Oh, hell yeah, dude! Although I'm just gonna be happy for Charlie too. Like when he's inevitably gonna come to you know that upcoming. Well, he's not rumored to anything, but I know for a damn sure he's gonna come in the upcoming. Um, I forgot her name. She damn Hulk. it! I forgot her name. Not not Shield. The other one. Uh, where it's the uh the the act the uh the character in that was that was revealed. Oh oh oh, oh Echo, Echo yeah yeah. I know I know for damn sure it's gonna be an Echo because Kingpin's coming back and so we're we're gonna see Kingpin. Supposedly, so, is, from what I understand, is that we will continue to see the evolution of Matt Murdock. Oh yeah, just Matt Murdock, possibly in She Hulk. So we're just seeing the 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 lawyer of Hell Kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think so. we see Daredevil. I don't think we see the Devil of Hell Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen until yeah. Echo. I think you're absolutely right. But I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. But I have, I just have a sneaking suspicion with the way Kevin Feige promoted She-Hulk, where he said she is Jennifer Walters is. We have superheroes. They get their, mm-hmm. themselves in trouble. Who are they going to call? They need a lawyer. Jennifer Walters. Uh, is that lawyer or is it um, because Matt Burnock is kind of the same thing? Um, so I have to imagine there's at least going to be a cameo in She Hulk, but yo, oh yeah, Daredevil has got to be an echo. Yeah, um, I, I will say this I want to see Foggy back as well, and I oh, definitely yeah. want to, I definitely want to see uh, Deborah Admiral, dude. I, I, I. Freaking fell in love with her. So well cast. Oh my god, yes, um, dude. I fucking fell in love with Deborah. And even Deborah what I love about too is like you have John Favreau, who has been the godfather of the um Marvel Cinematic Universe, being the first the director of both um Iron Man one and two. He produced Avengers. Um, yeah. I think all I think he helped produ- uh, co-produce all four Avenger movies, especially uh Endgame and and Infinity War. And now, mm-hmm. of course, he is pretty much the head of the Mandalorian and, and all of the um, Disney plus Star Wars shows, which by the way, uh, I don't know if we still want to do that, uh, that uh, watch along for you here. <laughs> in just a moment. You know what may I'll do? We'll set that up. Um, but nonetheless, um, uh, John Favreau has also, has always said that uh, the, the gentleman, uh, I can't think of the actor's name, the guy who plays Foggy Nelson in yeah. the Daredevil series, who's, um, Fulton from the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah. Um, that he's <laughs> like, no, he's perfect. That, and he goes, I'm glad that someone did the character justice because we do know that uh, John Favreau played Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil series movie with uh, Ben Affleck yep. as Matt yep. Murdock, which, by the way, there is a rumor going around that, that, ben, that, ben, that, Affleck. that ben Affleck, now that he's done with Batman, yep. could make a cameo as, um, as Daredevil. And 
would bring back his Foggy Nelson, which would be hilarious. Yeah, um, he'd be like, "Wait a minute, you're Happy Hogan." So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so my guy over here has yeah. not seen uh, something, and yeah. Uh, let me pull it up here in just a second on 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 YouTube and whatnot. I just gotta find it. Oh yeah, yeah I gotta yeah. scroll through all my Yellowstone videos I watched and the uh, Jeff Hardy the, the Jeff Hardy oh, debut yeah. on AEW and oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, with the old Jeff Hardy music. What the heck? Really? Yeah. Um. I've I've also I think I've told uh, I've been told that that um that that um music that he uses mm-hmm. is um is his. It's like uh, what's the word I'm looking for is uh, oh, what's the um select to have a preview. Uh, why is this yeah. not working? Um, but that's uh, he. Uh, it's like a, with a public domain. It's not like it was not made by. Um, it was not made by Jim Johnston and uh, the WWE. Okay. So, yeah. Which is so, it, is he? Um, I was actually going to ask you too. Um, I know this has been a minute. Uh, how do you feel uh, about? I forgot. It's Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. Um, you know, I'll be honest. Um, I didn't watch a tremendous amount of AEW. I was a fan of Cody Rhodes. Um, when he was with the WWE, yeah, and um, Stardust, I, I, I didn't get, but he still managed to get it over. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. The American Nightmare. I'm I'm curious to see him come back. Uh, the rumor is going around right now that he will WWE. debut um, either right before or during WrestleMania yeah. to it, wrestle Seth Rollins. Yeah, which um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Think about it, considering the fact that the main reason why he left WWE is because like WWE still treats their 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 employees like contractors and like shit and they, everything comes out of pocket and don't really paying that well and that was one of the main pillars of why he he teamed up with um with the um i forgot his name con the his tony con tony con with tony uh with tony and just to, it's just to really build up a good organization yeah and like everything was set in place and i guess like it was just over money money disputes and all or whatever have you and just other things involved and how heavily uh, how heavily cody was influencing just having proper storylines and just like like a lot of like uh, a lot of like you know employee oriented storylines and how just like getting iron up setting up four setting up four pillars uh setting up foundations for AEW like I'm like that's that's crazy and now for him to go to kind of like <laughs> to to kind of go for the, go to the empire of sorts right I'm like oh okay that's interesting but at the same time I get it man you got to make your money while you can I, I, I'm wondering to there I think I, I think it definitely was a money issue because I think that he was um he, you know he's got a he's got a new a uh, new baby yeah and they were heavily pushing the um uh, the, the, the 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 new stars and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it it became apparent that they were bringing in a lot of older uh, a older lot of star. older stars that were WWE yeah. that were leaving the WWE. Um, and I think that they said this, that kind of burned him. That was like, I, I'm okay with not being on TV, but yeah. this is not what, because remember, don't forget Cody Rhodes was a co-owner in AEW. Yeah. Um, him, the young bucks and um, Kenny Omega are all executive vice president, the EVPs, whatever. It's been kind of a yeah. joke, but yeah. they literally are. They, they helped, they started AEW. They came up, 
with the mm-hmm. idea that four of them, uh, Cody, uh, uh, Kenny, and the two young bucks. Um, yeah, I think they it was their own money to create the original AEW pay per view. So I, I think it was just interesting in the fact I think. Uh, from what I've seen, like he didn't want to take a Triple H type of role in the sense of like he was there maybe sometimes he wanted more of focal point to be yeah. part of the program. And I think for him at his at his stage of life right now, yeah, with money like all these things involved, I don't know if, I don't know if he's he, if he wanted to take such a back seat. And it's gonna be interesting concerning the fact that one, Vince McMahon is petty is a petty motherfucker, <laughs> and and two, like what what is this gonna like, what does this stay on? On WWE, possibly gonna look like, yeah. Like, yeah, you're getting paid. You're gonna get paid good money, but at the same time, like, yo, if you, you're working with Seth Rollins, and then he's been known to like, you know, to not pull punches here and there. Quite literally, he's a, he, he <laughs> like a lot of like, uh, he fucking. There, there's that ongoing story of how he ruined Finn Balor's like come up because of, like he how he like turned threw him in a turnbuckle and like he landed wrong and like it fucked up his spine and took him out for like a year or some shit. Yeah, I'm like. You don't get Seth Rollins and hopefully and, and you're coming. It's your first possible, your your first possible feud back in WWE after like what five years now. Yeah, I'm the like, problem is a lot of these guys, yeah, they just they moved, they 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 work too fast. They don't they yeah. don't work at uh, yeah. you know, they don't, uh, they don't take some time, let it breathe and stuff like that because yeah. everything's so fast paced nowadays. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, that's the rumor going around is he gonna work with Seth Rollins real quick before we talk about uh, uh we talk about wrestling a little bit. Yeah. Um, breaking news out of Alabama where they're taping SmackDown tonight live. I said taping live, but anyways, uh, <laughs> Big E, uh, severely injured, legit, no storyline, not a work. Uh, <laughs> did a belly to belly suplex with a wrestler on the outside and was dropped on the back oh. of his neck. Oh. Um, he is he is awake. He's alert. He has been. Uh, he was removed from the um, the arena on on a stretcher uh, and taken to a local hospital. Um, but they have the, the preliminary reports is he broke his neck. Oh, uh, God so, um, our oh, thoughts dude. with you right right now, Biggie. He's such a good dude. I've yeah, I haven't man, had the privilege of meeting him, dude. but I know people that have and said he's just legit, like just a super cool guy. Yeah, um, he's one of the I, good guys, man. And I and I've never been a super fan of the big of the of the um of new, the day. new day, yeah. but. Uh, I I have no problem with Xavier. Yeah. I have no problem with. I've always been a fan of um, um, Kofi. Um, yeah, Kofi. But, Kofi uh, so the, yeah, Biggie, yeah. we're thinking about you, buddy. Yeah, the, the Biggie took the uh, the. There was that ongoing horror horrid stereotype of you know of black superstars in WWE for a very fucking long time, and. New Day flipped that shit on his head since day one, yeah. and I and I fucking love New Day for that, and like how they and how you just have just guys just have just be fun and goofy as hell, man. Like you don't you don't need to be fucking you know seen as this horrible trope of thuggish or like aggressive. Don't get me wrong, Biggie's a big freaking dude. I see that guy, freaking massive. He's a fucking unit, dude. Like like I think he has the the bench press record and the squat record for uh for John Cena's uh for John Cena's gym. When they first showed him, like years before, he was actually Big E, and he went and he was a uh, and he was training. Yeah, he's a unit, but that dude is he's, he's a fucking I love him. He's a softy man. He's a freaking yeah, softy he, heart, and he's awesome, he's a dude. he's a cool dude, and we yeah, wish him a speedy recovery. Hell yeah! Uh, before we get to talk about DC Comics, let's switch gears from Marvel to Star Wars. And this past week, a new trailer dropped for the big release in May. It is Obi Wan. And mm-hmm. uh, let's see if we can get this uh, this little bad boy to work here. 
Hopefully it works um, on my end. Hopefully it works on my end. Let me see. I think actually the the only time it hasn't worked on my end was when we were on the other platform. I will say Okay. Well, yeah, okay we're gonna find out. Now. We're gonna find out real quick. Yeah. Um so let me take this this thing off here. It's good. I can hear it. Okay. The fight is done. Mm. We lost. Mm. Uh. Let's go. Oh god, they're doing it. Jedi cannot help what they are. Oh, you sexy Let motherfucker. Oh, the Night Sisters. The Jedi code is like an itch. Oh god. We cannot help it. Oh god, yes. Second son. Fucking go. I should bought that fucking comment a long goddamn time ago. Recognize that gun? Trilla. Yes, I do. Please fucking show Trilla, please. Show me Trilla. <laughs> Oh, Limited yeah. series coming May 25th, shortly or a couple weeks after Star Wars Day. Oh, God, the Inquisitors. The Inquisitors is fucking happening. Actually, about that knew, fucking comic. I knew <laughs> JR was going to know that immediately. <sighs> what JR is talking about is the Inquisitors. It is a group of people that made their debut in Marvel Comics, in the Star Wars comics. Yep. Actually, they like, technically made their debut no, it was in the in, video uh, game. In, no, 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 in, no, 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 no. From what no, I understand, no. the Inquisitors it, originally made their debut in uh, the uh, one of the oh, God. What game was it? No, you, you're not, not now, not that one, dude. No, 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 no. It was they were they were there for a while, if I remember correctly. No, the, 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 Inquisitors? the Inquisitors. This is their first major platform. Yeah, from what I understand, the, 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 they've never been in live action. They've been in the comics. They, have, they were in yeah. video games, and they were in uh, Rebels and um, um, Bad Batch. I think they've been in Bad Batch. Yeah, they were uh, the the first major like full on appearance. Appearance was I think a Grand Inquisitor. It was uh, for for anyone that trying to have like the, uh, that wants any background. The Inquisitors is basically the the core group of people of Padawans, quote unquote, or, or, or Sith esque. People under the command of the one, the only fucking Lord Vader, <clears throat> that motherfucking Lord Vader, and it was in the video game. My I, favorite, I, Trillo. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the uh, I have. I literally have the game. I just can't fucking find it right now. But it's um, I forgot what's it called, dude. Uh, but yeah, they were in a lot. I think they were in. They were in comics first before they were in the video game. 
Come here quickly. I just can't remember what exactly it was because the game came out two years ago. And I think they were there way before then. Because they were in they were in Rebels, which Rebels came out in twenty like thirteen, like when the very first the the, the first time that, that Lucas Arts that Lucas Studios flipped into Disney, got bought into Disney, and then they started they started doing Rebels. And so they were around that time. They were early. <sighs> now I'm gonna have to look it up. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to find I'm trying I'm really trying to get my history right on this shit too, man. But it's it's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy, man. Here we go. The Inquisitors. Um, da, 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 da. There's brothers. Second sister. Uh, oh, God. If we see Trilla, if we see the actress that plays Trilla in the live action, I'm going to fucking squeal, dude. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I fucking loved her, dude. She was one of the best. She was one of the best parts of the video game. And the video game in itself was great in general, man. It was great. The, the game was great, man. It was Hella buggy at the time because I think I played on PS4, but then the second the PS5 came out, I played on PS5. It was smooth sailing after that. But so for those of you who don't who don't know who the Inquisitors are, I'll read you. This is from the Wikipedia. Uh, yeah. The Inquisitors, also known as the Inquisitors Program, the Order of the Inquisitors, and the Imperial Inquisitor Inquisition, was an organization mm -hmm. of mysterious, force-sensitive, dark side agents who served the Sith-ruled Galactic Empire. Um, mm -hmm. Members of the Inquisitors were called Imperial Inquisitors or simply Inquisitors and were also nicknamed the Red Blades. They were yep. tasked with the hunting down of the remaining Jedi who survived Order 66 at the end of the Clone Wars. It's, uh, yeah, as, it's, of, it's as a, a part of the Great Jedi Purge. Yeah, it's uh, the third, I think, the third Great Jedi Purge or the second. It's, yeah, the actual, um, it's funny in, in retrospect, because now it's basically Luke, no, not Luke, Anakin's way, being Darth Vader, of holding on to the past, where it's their version of the Jedi uh, the Jedi Academy. It's a Sith Academy, basically, and like how they're and how they're seen as a as a as a ruling force or as a, a police force. So that's all the Inquisitors were. It's 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 crazy how they say how they go is like they go from like light lightsabers, blue lightsabers to like red lightsabers when really it's just the same thing. It's really just the same uh, encroaching police force on the universe. Granted, yeah, you know, people are going to say, well, you know, those the sets are the bad guys. Not when you're in constant, consistent war like the Jedi have been in uh, since for a fucking long time now since then. So it's crazy how the Inquisitors were basically just a remnant of what Anakin Skywalker did not want to lose when he when he left the Jedi Academy or left with the Jedi Order. He like fuck it, I'll just make my own Jedi Order, and he made the Inquisitors. And you have all these people, you have all these all these kids and and younglings basically uh, that were brought up into this, uh, brought up into this brainwashing, and became Inquisitors to hunt fucking Jedi. Do you? So I'm like, okay, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> it's the same okay. thing. You were right. Okay. Star Wars canon was first introduced. This uh, introduced several Imperial Inquisitors, evil Jedi, uh, fa evil fallen Jedi, who under the command of Darth Vader searched yep. to root out and destroy survivors of Order sixty six. First mm -hmm. introduced in Star Wars Rebels, Rebels. and yep. playing pivotal roles in the Jedi Fallen Order. That was the there game. Yep. Uh, and Star Wars Darth Vader Dark yep. Lord of the Sith comic series. Right. So yep. those are yep. the three platforms. Um, yep. Though um, the critical tool says, uh, though they no longer existed by the time of the events of Rogue One, Star Wars story, and Star Wars, they were historically a critical tool of the Empire and the Sith uh, yep. in their quest to eliminate Jedi and enforce galactic domination. So, um, I am 
super excited because I, I didn't know, and, and though I didn't want to know, uh, I didn't know what to expect from this series. If it was just going to be like Obi-Wan for 30 years watching Luke, you know, what is mm-hmm. it? There had to be, and this has me extremely excited because once again, you have Favreau and Filoni, hashtag, hold on, hold on, Filonius, um, pulling from the, the, the animated series um, and making bringing the animated series to live action. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer, if you're watching, uh, listening to us on the audio format, I'll make sure to post the trailer on our Facebook page uh, for you guys to watch. Uh, I will say, though, watching it with JR was absolutely fantastic because I knew everything that. clicked like everything fucking clicked for me i'm like oh god they're 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 like oh yes if trilla's in this bitch dude i'm gonna fucking fangirl i'm gonna <laughs> oh my god trilla we, we i almost want to watch we i almost want to live stream us watching those shows for the first time um maybe we'll work something out we'll do something on twitch or something like that but i would love to watch something. some of those shows with jr and just get the live reaction. The live reaction. I do. No, I, I'm not. I'm not fun. I'm not fun to be around when I watch shows that like like this, man. I was. I I would spoil fucking everything. I wish we would everything have dreamed. Uh, Book of Boba Fett episode six. I woke JR. up everyone. I woke up everyone in my house, dude, because like I I was a dude that waited to like you know one a.m. in the morning to or like twelve a.m. in the morning to to watch episode. Episode six or seven of uh, of freaking episode six, right? And yeah. I was like freaking just like I nearly broke my desk because I slammed my fist through it. <laughs> oh, I was the same way. I was exactly the same way. I was like, and so, oh, I do. And so like I like I was like, oh shit, oh like every I will be the exact same freaking way, man. I'll be the exact same way. So I'm not I'm not fun. It's fun for me. It's fun for me. I would I don't think it would be fun for you. So, <laughs> no, so no, I was gonna say that. Speaking of not fun, mm. uh, let's talk a little okay. bit about Detective Comics. Let's talk about mm. DC Comics. It has not been a good <sighs> run, oddly <sighs> enough, since Zack Snyder came into the picture. I would not going to let will say It hasn't been a good run for DC Comics. D- yes. I've, I've heard some conflicting reports of the Batman. Some say it's like the greatest Batman movie of all time. Others say like, ah, it's not for me. There's there yeah so neither one of us have seen the Batman. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to see. It. I absolutely want to see it. Absolutely, I'm gonna fucking watch At it. At first, I was like, "Fuck you, don't want to see it." You guys fired Ben Affleck. You ripped off all of his ideas. Uh-huh. Uh, no, and I, I'm glad that they veered from Ben's original script, which yeah. supposedly was going to be epic because uh, it was yeah. going to be Arkham mm-hmm. Asylum. Um, which it also sounds like they they probably are going to We're adopt going to do that his idea for the HBO max show that's been sent off. Uh, But yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard that it is on par with the Nolan verse, which people to this day will consider to be the best Batman property that we've gotten. Mm. Um, And I've heard that it's hot garbage. Um, We'll levy our own verdict Mm. later down the road when both of us have seen it and the masses have digested it as well. Um, but I am excited to hear that yeah. it has not only spawned one, but two spinoff series. Um, we do know that <laughs> the show announced early on when they were when they were finishing production 
that a show called GCPD was going to debut on HBO Max, starring um, Commissioner Gordon, who's uh, the guy who plays it. It eludes me at this time his name. He's a fabulous actor. He's he's the Watcher on 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 What If. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, he is playing Commissioner Gordon. We do know now it's not going to be GCPD. It is a show based on Arkham Asylum that we're going to see a um, an Arkham story, which will be really really interesting. We also know that there's going to be a Penguin spinoff show starring Good. Colin Farrell returning as um, as uh, Pepper. What was it? What's his name? Um, uh, anyways, he's playing the uh, something. Yeah, yeah. So I, we, I forget yeah. his I forget his actual name. So we'll probably get a bit of an orange origin story, and we'll probably find out a little bit more about uh, the organized crime side of yeah. of, uh, of Gotham City. So interested about that. But talking about spinoff shows, Jr. Because we don't have much we can talk about Batman. I will say this about Batman. I'm gonna have faith in the director, the cinematographer, and his crew. Because one, it's this it's the same dude, right? That is came from a claim of, of rebooting um rebooting uh Planet of the Apes. And that one I think that won an Oscar, right? Or an Emmy. And like and you have you, you, I forgot his name, dude. He is uh he is playing Alfred in the Batman movie right now, but he was also pivotal oh, in oh, fuck. Any circus? Oh. Andy Serkis. Yeah, he, he was Ulysses Claw as well. So he, he was this Claw, and he also played uh, the 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 main ape in in uh, in uh, Planet of the Apes as well. I forgot his and name. He also too. Played, he there? also played. I believe he played King Kong in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah. He, played he played King played Kong. Gollum. He played Gollum, and so you have and voiced again, Gollum. Yeah, and he also another side story for, for Andy Serkis. He uh, during COVID uh, in the two years he voiced tracked the entirety of. Uh, of the fucking Hobbit series, the 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 uh, the books, seven hours. He did all the voices, seven fucking hours, and so he's, so this man's Andy committed. Is the he's awesome. So like, um, I, but like going on to that, like I would have faith in that team, yeah, because the guy, the guy, the director is a visionary, amazing visionary. Andy Circus is there. He's working consistently with more with people that he's worked with in the past. Again, using that whole the whole shindig of like working with who you're comfortable with and you know what you do, what you can contribute to. And from what I'm hearing, also just mainly that Batman, the Batman is probably the most, when I heard, the most consistent and true to form Batman story from the comics, right? And yeah. that might turn people off who haven't read any any Batman comics in the last well, twenty years. I will I will say this because I know you have the comic and so do I. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I have been told is the way the movie goes and the way the movie ends mm -hmm. is that the sequel will most likely deal with one of two storylines. Okay. The Count of Owls. Uh Court of Owls, Court of Owls. The Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Court of Owls. Or the biggest Batman storyline in the last 20 years. Hush. Of course. Yeah. There's, so there's a, that the sequel is heavily leaning towards doing the Hush storyline. And if those yeah. who don't know, both JR and I have Batman, was it Batman 820? Yeah, it's it's the pivotal cover of a of the second print. It's where Batman stands atop a uh uh one of the Gotham buildings, right? And just looking across, right? And there there's the other cover. The opposite cover of that is a Superman one where, he, where he's Superman having the exact same pose opposite way. It looks like they're looking at each other type of thing. So it's a beautiful I forget cover. if I actually... Oh, no, I forgot. Go ahead, JR. Tell me tell me why I'm an idiot. Tell the oh. audience why my Batman 608 
the uh, beginning of the Hush story arc. I own it. Okay. Okay. It is. Uh, Did you drop that too? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. That's the cover. Okay. That's, that's okay. cover A. That's cover A. Yeah. Okay. I have that book. Yeah. I had that book with me in okay. Palm Springs. Oh, and you laid out, get Jim, laid Jim out on a table for Mr. Jim Lee, the man who did the cover yeah, both to sign. And he told me I could only have eight. Now, I wasn't paying for them. And I picked really quickly eight, literally in my stack. Because I just, uh, yes, Mr. Lee, uh, literally in my stack ish the, the ninth book that did not get signed number nine in my in my list was batman 608 hush number what, one. what was one through eight i don't know i have to go back and you know i'm gonna look him up right now i'm gonna i'm gonna shame i'm gonna autograph shame myself because i can pull it up um because i only have those eight I, books signed I'll, by I'll, Jim Lee. you look that up dude you look that up we'll get probably do it at the end of the show because i'm gonna freaking roast you for this <laughs> but but before that uh, but, but when that happens, guys, like yeah, I, I'm I'm more than willing to see to see the Batman again, and like it's gonna be th- it's gonna be three long hours. I love it. I've always been in, definitely into the to the more detective side of Batman rather than like the the whole you know beat him up team up type of Batman before that we've seen in the last couple of years, specifically with the Snyderverse, specifically with him in Batman the Pursuit Man. I I more so generally love of course nolan verse but it didn't show more of the batman that i grew up with in the sense of like detective formatting it it was the uh the nolan verse did a lot of like you know forward thinking altruistic type of understanding but for me i've always enjoyed the methodical trying to figure out detective storyline he's the he's the number one detective in the world so he's trying to figure out what causes people to tick? He, I mean, he fucking found out Joker's identity the second day of his of his existence. Granted, it took us what thirty like it took us finally thirty years for to to, to figure out that uh, that plot line. But he figured out. But he knew Joker's identity the second day he saw him. So <clears throat> it's one of those things where Bruce Wayne, the intellect, the detective, I enjoyed more, and that supposedly this is what the movie's going to be about. About. A broken Bruce Wayne <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell is happening in the city. And I am all about that. I am. I want to see that. I've heard a lot of complaints about, you know, of course, the usual fucking complaints of like, oh, you know, my cat woman is in black. I'm like, okay, just slow your fucking roll here, bro. <laughs> Let's just, I'm just happy that we have a fucking Batman movie to begin with, dude. Like my Captain, Kus- my, uh, my Captain Kusanagi, uh, my Captain Kusanagi from fucking Ghost in the Shell wasn't eight, wasn't white. But hey, here we are. <laughs> that was that was uh that was the character that Scarlet played, right? Yeah, yeah. Motoko Kusanagi was a was an Asian, uh, was a Japanese doll, quote unquote, right? Was a just a Japanese android, and she was quote unquote whitewashed for this version. So it's like, it's like, dude, just chill the fuck out. I'm just happy that we freaking get to see we've gotten to see a Batman movie, a Batman movie with a good, possibly a good Catwoman. Period. We haven't yeah. had that in fucking forever, even with Nolan, right? As much as I, as much as I got love for him, what's her name, dude? The actress who played her in that movie, it she was. Uh, it, it was one of those things where, like, it would have been better if it focused more. Like when you're given less than thirty minutes of screen time, it's hard for me to care for your character, type of thing, right? 
especially if you have a history of it. So yeah. I'm just happy that we have a Catwoman out there that's going to be in the movies. That's going to be in the series for quite a while. So here's that. Like Rachel Dodge was a better character in the Nolan verse than Catwoman was. So here we are. <clears throat> so um, that's not that's not, it's it's hard to fucking try to pull certain strings like oh you know Catwoman shouldn't be black like dude shut the fuck up like I'm just happy we have a proper Catwoman period. So I uh, let me see if I can bring it up here. I just tell me one through eight. What what is what is okay? I, I made a mistake. I only didn't have it wasn't eight. It was five. I only got to pick five. Okay. 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 okay so story. the five books that I have signed are mm -hmm. cover A of x-men number one okay 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 yeah, um, yeah of course pivotal cover i also got book. him to cover uh, i thought this was, was just a cool cover i have batman number 50 um this is the i think it was like a volume two uh run was it the one they got married when she asked when no this is a um when i think this was a different run this may be oh. the new 52 ah uh, but it's still a cool jim lee cover i know it's kind of blurry it's a yeah, black yeah. it's a half black and white half color batman's okay, in yeah. color superman yeah in, in black and white it is a really cool cover actually i got that cover and the reason i wanted that one signed was, was a cool story was that was actually given to me as a gift from a, co a collector that i bought from he uh -huh. threw it in hmm. um the other book i got signed was a harley quinn um 25th anniversary special, Harley <coughs> Quinn. Let me see again. It's not a great book, but at the time, I think I had just got it. I think the other thing, too, was I wanted to get that book signed. I had two copies of it. I wanted to get it signed because a friend of mine um, had dressed up as that Harley Quinn and was uh, just completely infatuated side, with it. Side question, then. Did you, yeah. get, did you get Amanda and Paul Amati to sign it, then? Because they were there. No, that one only has the gems. I did not know that Amanda Connor was there um, <laughs> until late. Yeah, she well, yeah, she was there. I think like she wasn't supposed to be there. They asked her to, and then I think one of her other shows canceled on her. And yeah, I think so she was one of the She was not advertised. Um, yeah. And I, and and, and me and this the Superman fan, I did get him his version of Action Comics One Thousand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the book that I absolutely want to have signed, and I'm very glad that I did have him sign it, was uh, another version of Batman 50. It's a it's a variant. It is not one of the um, the connecting covers that you're talking. Actually, which I think actually I think like that's technically Batman 49 is the no. connecting cover where it's Bruce and his tux and 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 Catwoman in her in her. That's tux. right. This no. is this is 50. Okay. Oh yeah, that one's a good one. I mean, okay, yeah. that one I, I I had to get signed. Now, okay, that one I got signed, um, and I have that one signed by Jim Lee, mm -hmm. Michael Jannon, okay, Tom King, yeah, Scott Williams, Alex Sinclair, and Mitch Gerards. What does Sinclair do? What does Sinclair do? Was Sinclair he, and Williams always Sinclair and, and 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 Williams always do Jim Lee's. Uh, um, oh, his, his pencils, his, his uh... pencils and his inking. Okay. So when you when you get a Jim Lee book, you're automatically getting a a Lee Williams Sinclair. Sinclair. Okay. So, and then uh, I got Tom King to sign. That was one of the 
the books. It's it, it's a it's Tom King's book, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's one of my all time favorite books. Um, because I that was one of those ones where I like. I'm just I'm, gonna sit here. I'm just gonna sit here and tell you that you're wrong, regardless. Absolutely, because other than other than Action Comics, I, the only three that I would validate is Action Comics uh, 1000 because I'm a Superman fan and it's a really good rendition of Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, um, I, I, I love Jim Lee's version of Agent Superman too for Action for Action Comics One Thousand. Yeah, um, and I think I think that's a cover A, isn't it? Yeah, it is cover A. But like, okay, cool. It, it's just like, bro, but the, the, not getting on, the six oh eight, not getting the six oh eight is one of my biggest comic blunders of all time. The the only the only pass I'll give you it is was because it wasn't this the B cover. It wasn't the second print cover. No, I wanted that. that particular one. I, I wanted way. that cover because that was the only back, pass I, I was so days. starstruck and didn't so know no better. passes. So no passes at all, man. No, no, absolutely no. I, I, I right, myself and even my friend who's not a, another one of my friends who was there backstage with me, um, was like, dude, you didn't have him sign six away. Oh, fuck. And I went to track him down and said, I'll pay you. I'll give you fifty bucks right now. Sign this Real. book. Mm-mm-mm. And I couldn't get to him. I uh, mean, like, there was that time too. You could like where he, after it was after the interview, right? Uh, for those who don't know, my uh, it was my guy here actually interviewed Jim. Uh, no, you were one of the guys. Who no, I was tried supposed to. to. Yeah, I got I got um, canned at the last second. I got canned at the last <laughs> minute because they brought in your boy, your 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 dreamboat, your man crush, yes. um, who was we sitting next to. Yeah, I can't think uh, of his name now. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, Gordon, he's right uh, a chick. Gordon, uh, he's doing he's doing right now White Knight. He did he did White Knight. Yeah, Curse of White Knight. He, I think he's doing another one too. He's doing a a, a black series as well. Uh, Sean Gordon Sean Gordon Murphy. I fucking love that Sean, guy. Sean Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Sean Gordon Murphy. And so yeah, he they they wanted him to do it. And like, all right, cool. But I was gonna say too, because like right after he did that interview and you signed it, he was doing another. He like went on for another hour doing yeah, free doing just... free ones. And I just didn't want to. I, I didn't want to stand in line. <laughs> I was being, bro. I think, no, he it went by fat. I was in line for like five minutes for my second one. Yeah, and I think too. I was. I think I was doing. I may have been doing a panel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right after, I'm not 100 percent sure. Cool. Um, but that's all to say that that. But that is all to say, guys, to kind of wrap this back up or to put this back around that DC. As a whole, has been has or as the, the kind of side is is a tough going at the moment, to say the least. And as big as a DC fan and a DC fan as I am, it's just more so just shows the consistency of how just comic books in general is really just going down per se. Uh, well, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to say because we have a lot of image comics. You have a lot of. Boom Studios just fucking going up. His Berserker still going selling like crazy. Something's killing children is fucking is been has been hot for the last two years now. Um, and other a lot of a lot of the other comics from just one James Sinian is doing bonkers. Uh, James Sinian is currently doing right now. Who who has done? James Sinian is the uh, is the author for or the writer for Something's Killing Children and another book. Uh, he did Hulk, I think, if I remember correctly. Immortal Hulk, I think, as well as another book, and he's currently doing uh, House on the Left, or no, House on the Lake, 
for DC. That's been still doing well. I'm still picking up that book. It's fucking great. He's oh no, he did a he did um what's that one fucking image book? I'm pretty sure that I you're getting it too. It's the one where it's it's a, a secret society or a secret like the FBI or the CIA. Oh my god, dude, tip my fucking tongue. He's doing that book right now. But all things uh, before I go on a fucking tangent again. DC Comics as a whole the sales has been going horrendously because one I one one of the things I at least I give them props for is that they're not do, they're not fucking pumping out hella fucking variants like Marvel's been doing of like oh shit oh you want to get one for twenty five here's a here's a variant for for, for a one for twenty five here's a variant for one for fifty here's a variant for one for one hundred and here's a variant for one for one one uh, one for one thousand fucking issues and oh man dude it's just I, I kind of. I'm happy they're not doing it, but at the same time, just to see them fucking stay afloat, I kind of wish they were doing it. It was one of those weird things where it's like they got money to to get all these awesome artists to do covers. Period. Yeah. They can get they can get Moko. They can get uh they can get who else is who else is a big artist right now for uh they can get they've been getting Besh, Rose Besh. They've been yeah. getting a lot of these other up and coming, you know, anime style artists for DC. It's just that like they're just doing other B covers. And that's fucking awesome. That's great. It's good for it's good for a certain extent, man. But like it just hasn't been working out for them. The reason why we say this is because their Burbank studio shut down. They closed their Burbank studio down. And yeah, so what it was too, and I was just reading the article from Bleeding Cool, is yeah. that uh as of last month, <clears throat> Warner Brothers Everything. Warner Brothers decided that they they were given up three floors, three floors of office real estate in Burbank in their Warner Brothers um, studio uh, offices to DC Comics, and with mm-hmm. DC still working remotely, um, so there there's a slight blame on COVID. I can mm-hmm. understand that, yeah. And um, and don't worry that, that people are going probably like Gavin, what's with the weird birthmark? I hit myself with a sharpie. Um, the the story goes that with them working remotely, it's they're giving up prime real estate in Burbank yeah. for someone who's a not there and b not making any money. They so because things are still hurting, even though Warner Brothers, the tie-in, has the biggest movie of the year so far and probably one of the biggest openings um, in in a long time. I mean, Spider-Man: No Way Home is just just murdered the box office. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see the Batman catching Spidey, um, but it, it's it's yeah, it's been a rough go. And like Jr. says, independent comics have gone through the freaking roof, and they were yeah. hurting with Saga on the sideline. Independent books were hurting, but they have gotten a lot of artists and a lot of really good writers to jump ship or become, yep. or just or not even jump ship, but go because because of the pandemic and people were working from home, you were able to do more. So you had some of these writers and stuff like that. They were, that weren't necessarily under, under exclusive contracts, subcontract out. They're like, okay, I'll still write Batman, but Hey, I'm going to go write Barbara, Barbarella for friggin' IDW. Um, you're going to, you know, uh, it sounds silly, but you know, who's what's really taken off uh, book wise has been uh transformers has been putting out a lot of really cool books my yep. little ponies continues to kill it um and like like jr said just the continued flow of independent books now a lot of limit a lot of uh 
boundary pushing books. Um, obviously books that were known for it, like Red Sonia, um, Vampirella, um, and, and other stuff like that have been kind of ramping up the sex a little bit and pushing some boundaries, but those have been catching on. Um, uh, one book that specifically that's been really uh, something killing children is is something is, killing the children has just been, been fucking on a killing tear. it, dude. It's on a tear. Um, Department of Truth, which is another James Tini book. That's the book that I was talking. I was thinking about and Department of Truth. And Department of Truth, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was just optioned. I think either for Hulu or for Netflix. Uh, so like, it's crazy. It's I'll, something I'll killing the it. children. I think they're they're looking at something killing the children. I think they're negotiating still. I, yep. I thought I'd heard that it's going to Amazon Prime, but I could be wrong. It's, but it's uh, whatever is going to happen, man. It's like a lot of the, a lot of the uh, image books or a lot of the independent books that are coming out are very much these like darker horror type of stuff now genre too. And we we come into this weird arc and age now where it's all about dark horror. And I think is is mainly because it's being held by by James Tinian and the groups that come with him. He's the one that he's James Tinian is the one that did uh, Department of Truth, Something Killing Children. He's currently doing House on the Lake for DC. He has done. He's done Batman Who Laughs. He's done, um, he's done books for uh, for Dark Knight, Death Metal. He's done stuff for freaking Marvel as well, man. So it's it's not surprising that that the rise of the, the rise of the independent slash image market right is coinciding with James Tinian and the dark horror genre that's yeah. coming that's starting to come back for it now, and. What's sad to see that is that like it's hard for DC that's been very much cookie cutter for a long fucking time, right? Specifically in the last two, the, the last I can't say two decades, but more so last two uh, reboots, right? Yeah. In Rebirth and and New Fifty Two, where it's even though they did come out with like let's say a a pretty fucking crazy Joker three Jokers, or they did a uh, they try to do a um, a a DC black label art, right? They had never really kind of hit, sadly, because when you get what you is usually what happens with you have uh, when you're looking at a a franchise or looking at a at a, at a logo per se, right? Yeah. What is the it's DC? You expect Superman, you expect Batman, you expect Wonder Woman, and those are your pivotal your pivotal markers for it for you don't ex, you don't fucking expect you know dark horror cutting of heads eating children you know books come out from dc you no. don't even though they've tried to do that <laughs> and it's crazy you know and, and at the same time you don't really expect that from marvel either specifically when you have fucking d when you have disney at the helm too now and so you don't expect a lot of darker horror s genre uh comics to come out from these bigger well-established names man and so i it doesn't surprise me that you know you we get we get you know something telling children or we get a, a um we get a um department of truth where it talks about fucking cutting people's like all this crazy wild shit that happens and i fucking love that coming back to work or an ice cream man they're, they're gonna fucking do ice cream man this is fucking crazy to me dude. i love that fucking series man it is getting absolutely crazy and, and by the way for those who are um, collectors based on artwork too. Um, Something Killing the Children, which I've not read, but I do have Ooh, the first 10 issues now. God, um, I have issues 1 through 10, but they're the yeah. second printing from mm -hmm. the David Mack uh, collection. Um, he did a... Uh, essentially, it says it's a first print, but it's technically like... like it's a reprint. Print. It's like it's like a yeah. print to 
um, of the first 10 issues of the book so far. You can only buy them in a pack of five. So you can't, you can't cherry pick. Oh, I just want issue one or both. Mm. You have to buy them in a pack. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, the only place that you could find them was at comic asylum. I believe they are sold out, but I'm sure you could find them on eBay. Um, But I'm such a David Mack fan and I cannot wait to get those signed, which by the way, um, for those who don't know, as of right now, CCI fully intends on putting two full-fledged Comic-Cons on this year. Am- uh, uh, WonderCon is full-on go. I have been hit up three times to work WonderCon. Unfortunately, I can't because um, I'd have to find my own place to stay. And mm-hmm. um, JR's not going from what I understand. I don't think. I'm going. Oh, you I'm are going? Con? I'm going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. I wonder if I can still get that job and I'll just bunk up with, with JR. I was gonna hit, I was gonna hit up my friend uh, Atner, but I don't know if he's going or not. Um, he's usually got to hook it's, up the rooms, but it's, yeah, it's really freaking close though. And I know they want to do it a little bit earlier, rather than the. Uh, I think uh, it's, I think usually it's in April, but like it's pretty fucking close now. What's that? I know they bumped it up the the uh, the WonderCon. Oh yeah, I believe WonderCon is in. I think it is in April. Yeah. Um. I'll find that out for you, but I, I definitely do want to go, man. I think it's only been one day from you, though. That's the thing. The Sunday. WonderCon 2022 is running April 1st through April 3rd yeah. um, at the Anaheim Convention Center. As of right now, um, there is no stipulation that you have to show proof of vaccination or a negative uh-huh. COVID test as of it's right coming. now. That yeah. might change. I'll have to, we'll have to do some research. By the way, San Diego Comic-Con is still a go. That will be in July. Um. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll have more information when it does. To, by the way, when it does come to WonderCon, um, I believe we will be doing, or at least if Jr. is going to be at WonderCon, I'll probably be doing like a live drop in here. So again, if you're um, listening to our podcast, you're going to probably want to go on YouTube or Twitch and subscribe. Um, yep. Real quick, Jr. Um, we didn't get to talk about it too much. Uh, we kind of yeah. breezed right over it, but your thoughts as we close here on peacemaker what did you think of the dceu's first foray into a tv show i will say this just to be truly transparent i didn't get to watch the last episode and i didn't really i kind of breezed through the the second to the last episode i don't know if it's because like i have a it's because i'm um horribly comparing that uh i'm comparing dceu to to uh, to the showings on Disney Plus, and that should not ever fucking happen. I'm trying to see for what it is, but I do feel like it's more. It's weird because it's it's James Gunn, yeah. Right? Oh, it, it's 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 James Gunn. It's it's from the mind of fucking James Gunn, and you have to accept it for what it is because like you know we get hit and misses. You know we get hits like uh, like uh, fucking Guardians of the Galaxy one, but we get misses. We get like Guardians of the Galaxy one as well as uh, his version of uh, Suicide Squad. We also get misses like Guardians of the Galaxy two. <laughs> and the show <laughs> and so it's it, it, it's definitely i gotta i gotta have time to like sit through it and really try to digest it in order to understand his his what the hell he's trying to tell me i understand that you know the the, the main core thing is that peacemaker is just another is just this again dc's version of 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 homelander to a certain extent, right? But like not yeah. like less, less crazy, less fucking crazy, but more so like you know, all about nationalism in that sense, right? 
So I understand well, there's yeah. that storyline. Yeah. It just it's just more so like and and as well as like he just John Cena is a great actor. I'll give mm-hmm. you that. He's a fucking great actor, and I'm very underrated. He, oh fuck yeah, he's he's a much better actor than Rocky than The Rock. He's really? as much as, I, as much as I have a love for The Rock. The Rock's been The Rock for the last twenty fucking years. Yeah, <laughs> and, and John and John playing Peacemaker, having a racist fucking father. And trying to work from that, I feel more of Peacemaker than I do of John Cena. That's for me. Uh, and I, I just feel like, you know, he's a better actor. He's a, I feel like John Cena. More, it's not that my much. Yeah, he's my, he has more range. And don't get me wrong, man. I understand what The Rock's been doing. He's he, The Rock himself is a brand. You'll get The oh, Rock yeah. through anything. You like this, the same version of Rock you got from from Fast Five when he first came, and it's the same version of Rock when you had him in Rampage. Yeah. It's the same version. <laughs> and so, like, you, it's like the same thing. It's like the same thing with Will Smith. You get Will Smith throughout whatever age. And so he's one of those characters now. The same way, I feel like, we, with Ryan Reynolds. You have Ryan Reynolds now just being playing Ryan Reynolds. That's it. So it's... Uh, and, but, yeah, it was very weird to see John, you know, in Suicide Squad dropping F-bombs talking about Sucking dick and whatnot. Um, yeah, 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 and then yeah. He just played such an idiot so yeah. well in this, and yeah. um, you'll never get used to seeing John Cena running around, running around a scene naked and only in his tidy whities. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was fun. It was interesting. It was weird. Um, yeah. Was it uh, the best effort? No, it's a solid seven. Uh, for yeah. me out of 10 uh if you haven't seen it go check it out if you have hbo max uh check out peacemaker it's straight yeah. all episodes are streaming now it's it, a it definitely is well it's a, t- it's it's a tough, tough watch yeah. um and again i think it goes into a show kind of like wandavision yeah wandavision by the time wandavision was over wandavision was a masterpiece wandavision was spectacular mm. wandavision consumed episode by episode is a tough watch because yeah. unless you are dedicated to say nope, unless they yeah, take yeah, a watch. gigantic turd yeah. in episode three, I'm yeah. going to watch all ten of, of these episodes or yeah. whatever it was. But those first two episodes, unless you knew what was coming and you saw the little Easter eggs, you were just like, I, I don't get it. It's in black yeah. and white. I don't. I don't get it. it. It's very much the same way. I. It, it's the same way. I will be hypocrite to not watch this thing full out again. When, when they said exact same sentiments about Book of Boba Fett to other people, right? Like how people how people were turned off to Book of Boba Fett because like it was a long slow burn as well for that story, and yeah. as well as like you know it didn't have the main character in in like in like a couple episodes, and so it would be a service for me if I didn't have at least try to go back and finish the story and try to understand it again from that point. But yeah, it's just to me the totality of the series, or just just looking at how weird and offbeat. Uh, Peacemaker is in comparison to like you know we there there's also fucking what's that one uh, the other DC property of um of uh, with uh with the guy who's the mummy, Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's he's a robot. Yeah, I forgot I forgot the actual name of it of the series and it's a DC property. Uh, but just that same kind of aspect. It's weird. DC is weird right now. DC shows are weird, and that's Very. good. It's good that they're weird and they're, they're that they're different. They're not superhero esque. 
right? They're not trying to be that way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to continue that path to like have DC just kind of be its own fucking thing. Every, like a lot of complaints I've seen from like old heads, right? Of how, of how the reason why fucking, uh, why uh, New Frontier failed or how, you know, the new Batman failed or all this stuff is because of fucking a bunch of old heads complaining about, oh my gosh, my Batman, my Batman should be black or that, oh my God, my, my Wonder Woman shouldn't be from the Amazons or some weird shit like that. Like, okay, whatever. It's just more so like they're just trying to be weird and trying to figure out what hits. And it's just the same thing, dude. Like that, uh, the, uh, DC's being weird, and that's good. We get hits like the Joker. Hopefully, the Batman for me is gonna be a fucking hit. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna fucking enjoy it regardless, though. Yeah. In the same in the same way that I'm hoping Shazam is gonna hit the same way Black Adam should fucking hit. Now, what DC is doing is trying to not be Marvel. Yes. Which is good. That's what fucking Zack Snyder tried to do. Zack Snyder tried to be Marvel. You can't do that in three three to five years you can't do that you, it's taking you a long fucking time and so what there's what dc is doing is being weird and trying to just slowly creep up into like solo outings and trying to build a story around that which is great and which what they should fucking do because it's going to get any new fans it's going to get new fans and get new people it's going to see a whole lot of new eyes to this thing hopefully and try to then uh try to then bring back older stories we have 80 years worth of fucking stories in on dc comics or at least 80 years now right and so the best way to get dc eu stuff like all the all these material that's on tv and shows and and movies is for newer eyes period man it, like as an old head for me too like yeah i would love to fucking see you know i would love to see you know a, a true to form uh, fucking jokes and riddles, or a true to form, a hush story, or a true to form this or that. We're not gonna fucking have it because we don't have we don't have the universe in place for it. The, for the long story, we're not because we're in order for in order for these movies to just do well, we gotta have the we gotta have the foundation set up properly, and that's what Snyder tried to do with fucking Batman vs Superman, and didn't work. It just didn't fucking work from a from a cinematic perspective as well as a just a commercial perspective. It didn't fucking work. Why is think, why does Batman like so like yeah it's what DC is doing is that they're doing something weird and trying to start from there. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that hurt the hmm. hurt Justice League was they were trying to play catch up, and I'm just like, dude, just let it breathe. Establish yeah. characters. Let us know why they need a Justice League, and yeah. um, they're doing a little bit better with the TV shows. Like I said, Peacemaker was great. Um, the, the 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 acting was really good. John Cena was great. Danielle Brooks, who plays, um, yeah, uh, forgot her name. Yeah, uh, plays Leota. Uh, yeah, uh, Adebayo. Yeah, um, was great. Um, Jennifer Holland as Agent uh, Amelia Harcourt was great. Robert Patrick is an asshole in this yeah. show, and he's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and so like. It's 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 weird that DC needs a bit of James Gunn to write the fucking ship. Can I say now, right? Or to at least it, go back to zero in a sense. Yeah. And I who knows what his deal is with DC and, and we'll follow this as we move along, but do you have to understand that before James Gunn was fired by Marvel, James Gunn was going to be put in charge of phase four. Yeah. Um for those who don't know, the original plan for all of phase four was to go and do more uh, um, 
cosmic that they were going to yeah. take this stuff cosmic and we are seeing elements of that we are seeing um we're going to see that probably with captain marvel 2 but mm-hmm. we do know that inevitably captain marvel 2 is now called the marvels and that she's going to be earthbound with dealing with kamala khan yep. um we are going to get thor love and thunder which is going to be yep. in the cosmos but most of phase four now um is going to be we're still going to be earth-based um with you know we have wakanda forever coming out we have mm-hmm. dr strange and the multiverse of madness which is actually going to deal with the multiverse yeah. um but phase four has been pretty grounded but there was talk that it was going to be very much cosmic oriented so does dc does warner brothers try to lock down james gunn and make him the new Zack snyder and you produce the, our, our decent I don't think that it works. I think you need I, you need to. It would be fantastic. Yeah. Is put, uh, but he's not a movie producer. He's a comic book writer. Is put Jim Lee in charge of the, the DCEU? But no, um, no. You want that man to go crazy right now? Hell no. Zack Snyder a- just needed to let it breathe and yeah. and to go back full circle. DC Comics has been hurting ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder uh, tried to kickstart the DCEU. I, I don't blame Zack, but no, I think no. he does have to shoulder some of the blame. Yeah, it, it's it's more so I understand the pressures of like having the studio want to catch up with Disney. I understand yeah. that and he was pushed to do oh, that. Yeah, but the thing about Zack is that like he he wasn't necessarily vaulted into a certain sense of like. The dude has done like what three or four movies prior to him doing Superman Returns, or no, or, or Man of Steel, Man of Steel. right? And and uh, and those movies were these weird offbeat, you know, very aesthetically pleasing films. I'll give you that, right? He he has he, he's an amazing moment s type of director where he has these moments in his head like fucking beautiful, look like fucking wall paintings and shit, right? But as to have a, con- a concise and cohesive storyline. It's gonna take him about four hours of, to get that yeah. storyline to unfold, and that's the problem. Well, one of the problems with Zack Snyder is that like he needs, he had like four movies going in one movie that's only two hours. That was the problem. He should have had, he should have had a storyline, a Batman movie by itself. Period. There you go. To lead to lead up to Superman, to Superman versus Batman to get proper motivations. Like, cool is a great motivation to see that you know Batman was very, uh, very. Um, uh, hesitant of Superman or wanted to fight him basically, yeah, because because Superman destroyed his fucking building in, in Gotham, understandably so. But that was just it. <laughs> there should like, have been a whole backstory, and I think yeah. the reason that they didn't was that when they went in production for Superman 2, hmm. um, which led to being Batman versus Superman, was that they were under the impression because Christopher Nolan produced man of steel that our batman in the we've talked about this before about the dceu is yeah. that up until the moment that they casted ben affleck as bruce wayne yeah, it was yeah. under the impression that henry cavill's superman's the, the, the henry cavill superman universe the Zack snyder verse uh, with henry cavill superman his batman was going to be christian bale um yeah. that Which, but then, then Nolan just said, "No, nope, no, nope, my Batman's going to stand alone." Which is, and, which is what they need. Like I've always been saying, if 
if uh, if Zack Snyder was just given Superman and nothing but Superman, fine. Fine. Let him just let him try to work out that storyline and trying to do the the emo Superman that he would like what he wanted because he 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 enjoyed New Fifty Two Superman. How fine. Fucking fantastic. Would it have been? Mm, you have what? Zack Snyder. He does the Superman series. He is the yeah. whatever. He that's it. That's his baby. Yeah. Let him do Superman. And you hire, which I by the way. I'm going to say a very controversial thought here. Ben Affleck played Bruce Wayne and Batman quite well. I liked him as Bruce mm. Wayne and Batman. I think he played it well. Imagine mm. this. He does exactly what JR says. Give us a Batman movie that tells the story, introduces us again to Bruce, to Bruce Wayne. And I get why they didn't do it because we had yeah. just seen three Batman yeah. movies. Yeah. But give us a, 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 a brief story. You don't even have to tell us the origin story. You don't have to tell us, about mm. Martha and Jonathan, Can or not Martha, Jonathan, Martha uh, and, um, and his Thomas father. Wayne. You don't have to tell Thomas us Wayne, that story yeah. again. You don't have to. We've heard that story. It's kind of like with Spider Man. Just drop us in and tell a movie from the other side of the river about Batman. About Batman and yeah. have it star and have it directed by freaking Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck at that point was proven he could direct. Yeah, I, movies, I, I think including big yeah. budget movies. I think that was the that was originally the plan what they wanted to do. Well, where, that was the original plan for yeah the Batman for the Batman, but like I think there were there was some talking about like having just Ben Affleck just be Ben Affleck or just be Batman, right? Just total. It, it was just more so pressure, studio pressure of having like oh no, we need to catch up to. You need to catch up to this it fucking always, Marvel yeah. movie. It's always gonna be that way because that's how that's how the world turned back in that early day when the initial launch of Avengers happened. And like, oh my god, billions of dollars made from doing these super superhero team up movies. Let's just do that and forget the fact there was fucking two Iron Man movies, one Captain America movie, and one fucking third movie movie before that. So a total of what four movies before the first Avengers movie. Uh, and so that was the whole catch up game. Yeah. I do feel like yeah, it should have been if they wanted to just Wonder Woman. They could have done it, right, in a Superman movie or even Batman movie, and have and have Patty Jenkins just continue to do whatever the hell she wants to do with Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. And as well as just having just yeah, give Ben Affleck Batman property to let him fucking do whatever he fucking wants to do with it because he by that time he made Argo, by that time he made I think um the, uh, the, the boys town. I think the, the town. town, and then and then he was already solidified as a great fucking director, yeah. and not have him go into fucking alcoholism. Because of how shit, because of the shit that's happening in Justice League, and so that would have been better, man. I um, feel, I, I feel like, damn, man, it's it, it could have been so much easier if a lot of the players that were in the in the the Warner Bros. game, the beginning of uh, in the beginning of Zack Snyder's universe, was like they gave him the keys to a kingdom that he didn't necessarily even upheld when he just barely made a decent man of steel movie yeah that, that was the thing he was given way too fucking much at one time this would be he, this would be like giving the keys to the d to the marvel cinematic universe which looking back i go kevin that's not a great comparison because that would have been a great idea but think about this it's 2008 marvel studios just is is less than three years old yep and you gave the entire keys of the, the kingdom to john favreau he makes Iron Man and produces the MCU. Yeah. Not going to work. 
Though yeah. John Favreau, great storyteller, great comic book fan, uh, yeah. did a fantastic job on Iron Man One, did a good job on Iron Man Two. wasn't the greatest, but it was, it was a good movie. Mm. It needs a storyteller though to overarch the entire the entirety of this universe. And yeah. Kevin Feige, and by the way, for those of you who don't have it, I highly recommend to go and buy the the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe book uh, that was put out by Marvel uh, last fall. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it says in there that the only way they were going to be successful is you have someone who wasn't involved with the yeah. studio and you didn't have someone who was involved in the everyday goings-on of the yeah. making of a movie. Though Kevin Feige is a producer, Kevin Feige is a storyteller who helps guide his directors, helps yeah. guide John Favreau. Helps guide Taika Waititi, helps yeah. guide James Gunn, and says, yeah, yeah. "Okay, this is where I want you to go." Oh, by the way, here's the sandbox. Here's the sandbox. Here's the shovel. Go play. Yeah. People always complain yeah. about like, "Oh, there's too much overarchy yeah. by Kevin Feige." No, he doesn't. He says, "Artists go be artists," but I need you to get from point A to yeah. point to point Z. Go. Hmm. It was the same. Uh... Uh, I think the only person that actually wanted to combat against that was the uh, the previous artist for Multiverse of Madness and the original director for Ant Man as well. Ant Man. Yes. Uh, yep, those were the. Those are the Edgar two Wright. kind of yeah. Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright and... was, was an amazing fucking director, and Absolutely. I forgot the other and the uh, for the other actor or the other director too for Multiverse. I was going to say Madness, Peyton but... Reed, but that's Peyton Reed is the guy who did um who did t- who took over for Ant Man. Yeah. Um, what I what I do feel though is that. If DC wants to at least have some some measure of that Marvel money, of that Marvel Studios money, is to have it's just to be full on fucking weird, like to full on beat not not do the whole you know Marvel team up you know superhero team up shindig shit and like just go crazy hire fucking uh, hire uh, I just said his name the directors I literally just fucking forgot Edgar Wright. Hire Edgar oh, Wright and, and have Scott, them... and Scott Derrickson was the guy who wrote, and, who did uh, um, Doctor Strange one. Yeah, Strange. And like ha- hire those guys and let them do what the fuck they want to do with like Doctor Fate or or um, or a lot of the other hor- like Justice League Dark. Try to do like a lot of these weirder movies where it's gonna have some f- form or fashion. People are gonna still gonna say like, no, I still want my Superman. I still want my Batman. I still want my Wonder Woman. They're still going to be there regardless. But in order to kind of conjure up or drum up a lot of like a lot more hype per se, ultimately, sadly, sad to say, the big three of DC are always going to get compared to Marvel, right? But that's not going to happen because in the terms of movies, the big three ain't got shit on Marvel. It's not going to happen. There's not enough. There's not enough compelling evidence for people to go want to go back and watch a Superman movie. Other than old heads like you and I, yeah. In order for the newer young kids to want to come back and watch those movies, and of course they're gonna watch Wonder Woman because you know Wonder Woman empowerment, female empowerment. I get that, understand that. But like for them to come back to watch a Superman movie and a Batman movie, you need to drum up a lot of uh, a lot of like hype for it. Best thing for that is to build the universe, build an, an uh, to build an ever expanding universe like what Marvel has been doing for the last fucking fifteen years now. And so I feel like this is what the what DC needs to do. Hire these weird, hire these artists and just let them or these directors and, and just say, go ahead and play. Do whatever the fuck you want within the realm of possibility, within the realm of, of reason, right? Don't yeah. go 
don't full on, you know, chop some, you know, superheroes heads off to make a point. Don't do that. Right. But you can do the Joker. You can do the fucking Joker, which won a fucking Oscar or, or an Emmy. Right. Yeah. You, you go, you can go and do these crazy other arcs. Right. And have these, and have this crazy shit, but just be story driven and make sense and just be fucking fun. And I feel like that's what, like what they need to do. Not basically full on carbon copy Marvel, but like at least go to the depths of characters that I feel like Marvel is kind of is kind of kind of starting to start right now. But like for the longest time, I will always fucking say this: DC has his character growth way more than Marvel does. Yeah. So that's that's why I feel me like just fucking go weird. Hire these guys that want to make these dark ass freaking uh, storylines and plot lines and, and just build your universe. And people are gonna come to see. Uh, your Batman movies and your your Wonder Woman movies and your Superman movies, man. Like, there ha- there has been a good Superman movie since, like, a really good one since I think Superman two. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a long minute, and Man of Steel was decent, yes, but like a really good one, a really really fucking good one. It's been a minute, man. So yeah. Well, let us know in the comments uh, wherever you guys are watching, and we will get them. Uh, by the way, whenever you watch our show live on Twitch or on uh, Facebook Watch or on YouTube, if you uh, comment while you're watching, it will come right into our live studio, and uh, we appreciate the feedback from you guys. Um, that's about all we got. Let us know, too, what did you think of Peacemaker? Are you excited about Peacemaker Season 2? Are you excited about Penguin uh, coming out? Are you excited about the new Arkham Asylum show, mm-hmm. also formerly known as GCPD? Um, and also, dude, drop a drop us a, a line. What do you think right now about the the extended DC TV or the Arrowverse going on right now? A lot of stuff going on. Hearing great things about Superman and Lois. Yeah, um, that's actually really fun. Good, dude. Uh, I will could say congratulations to Elizabeth Hemstridge. The uh, um, uh, Agents of Shield alumni who played uh, Gemma uh, Gemma Simmons in yep. uh, Agents of Shield. She directed last week's episode for Lois, uh, for Superman Lois. Um, and uh, yeah, so great things are going on yep. with the 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 universe known as the Arrowverse, which is which is which is interesting. Sorry to cut you off, man, but which no, is no, interesting no, to say because we've been. I know for me, I was roasting the fuck out of the Arrowverse quite a while ago, man, because of like how much they were heavily into you know the woke politics and shit right yeah and how it wasn't an engaging storyline and and sadly enough there we had a great supergirl but a horrible fucking writing cast yeah <laughs> right melissa benoist was great as supergirl yeah. it's just that like it it's it just it was just so fucking weird dude to, to see all these kind of woke politics but at the same time like you you have this you have this awesome super care superhero character you know supergirl to only be valued in to only know her value in the worth in the worth of other men in the in the series it's so fucking weird yeah it's so weird to see that shit and so like i'm i'm happy that the that the series ended but sad that it ended because melissa benoist was probably the best supergirl oh absolutely best supergirl since like ever so i'll be honest with you it's just like she was written fucking horribly but like now that i'm hearing lois and lane uh lois and clark was doing freaking great and that actually looked like a freaking really well done story that's the closest thing to Zack Snyder I've seen, but makes sense, which is great. And I'm I'm seeing, I'm I'm kind of testy on what's that new character that came out? Um, 
what's her name, dude? There's another character that's uh, there's another series coming out with a with a new character made from that guy we who will not fucking name when he went over DC and he uh, took over Superman. I can't remember. I, I'm like, yeah, he made a character out, and and she is, I think, gonna be in or she's doing a series right now. I forgot, I forgot the character name. Not Star Girl. It's oh. um, it's the new, it's the new African American girl. Oh, 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 and I African apologize. Name. Yeah, I can't think of the character's name. Um, she, yeah, she debuted like but, two years ago as well, dude. Like two, three years ago. But yeah, and like I said, the CW, it's really cool that the Arrowverse just continues to do well. And I know yeah. that um, of the original shows, I think um, Flash is the last one. And I think Flash is coming to a, to an end here yeah. pretty soon. Flash um, is and then, Flash and is I end. think I think the Batwoman is still going. Um, with a new, with a new uh, yeah, with, with the new, new uh, with the new Batwoman, yeah, Batwoman. Um, obviously, the Superman and Lois, I think, is only in their second season. Supergirl's over, Arrow's over, yep. um, and they're, they're uh, yeah, trying to do yeah. I think they're trying to still. I think they're. I don't know if Black Lightning is still on. I don't know if it's on anymore, but uh, I think there is maybe another one or two new because I think yeah, Star Girl is is gonna be a full on release now, full on series. Yeah. I know that they. I thought they'd gotten at least one season done with Stargirl. I'm not 100 percent sure, mm -hmm. but nonetheless, you know. So congratulations, CW continues to do well with the Arrowverse, and uh, looking forward to that. And by the way, technically, it exists within the grander DCEU. They did make the CW Arrowverse canon in the DCEU, and vice versa. Um, well, I should say this. The DCEU is canon in the Arrowverse. Let's make it that. Let's put it that way. Because the Arrowverse came first. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you need to go watch Crisis on Infinite Earth. Probably yep. one of the greatest TV crossover events of all time. It was fantastic. Yep. It's everything you would expect out of a CW TV show, but it was yeah. fantastic. Sorely um, under budget. Sorely under budget, man. If oh, had, yeah. If money. yeah. But I love that they did do the crossover with the two Flashes. Um, they literally tied in every single um universe now for those of you and, and and people will say well kevin technically you know when the two flashes met it was this and my no because I, I will again go back to what is canon we are seeing with the new flash movie we will see aspects of the uh was it the flash forward no is it called yeah. um flashpoint uh, i'm sorry flashpoint. Yeah, flashpoint yeah we're yeah. see elements of flashpoint we do know it's confirmed that Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne exists within the greater DC multiverse. Um, so Batman 89, as they call it, uh, Batman yeah. 89's uh, universe exists as a branch universe within the, the DCEU storyline. So the DC extended universe or the DC extended multiverse universe, what do you want to call it? Um, Batman 89 exists. Now, fast forward or rewind, go back uh, a year with the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. We saw an episode, I think it was one of the first episodes of Crisis, where Earth 89, um, we see uh, Robert Wooler's character, I think his name is, who plays uh, a guy who works for the uh, the Daily, not the Daily Planet, but uh, whatever the, the Gotham paper um, at the time. But uh, you know him from the first um, from the first Batman movie. He's always hitting on um, Kim Basinger's character. 
in the in the in the uh, newspaper. But anyways, mm-hmm. Batman eighty nine exists both in the DCEU and the Arrowverse, so therefore the Arrowverse is canon. Boom, you've been lawyered. Um, but I do I do like that they've tied everything together. That also the the Titans universe. Um, yep. that that exists on that extended uh, that existed at the time on the DC streaming platform now on HBO Max all of those shows exist yeah. within the Arrowverse and so does um the original Flash from back in the 80s uh, it was so good by the way just yeah. go check it out if you can find it. I think it's on HBO Max now yeah basically but, what uh basically what Marvel's trying to do is that it, what, what Marvel's trying to do, and I, I, get, I guess at a better budget, quote unquote, it was that was the crossover, uh, uh, crisis event, and so that's what's going to happen possibly with a with a multiverse of madness, and so they're trying to tie in all of the universes. But yeah, yeah I man. cannot wait, uh, May fifth or May sixth or whatever. No, May sixth can't get here fast enough. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, exciting. But uh, all right, guys, thank you for staying up with us on a Friday night. Um, I've got a long day tomorrow. I've got to get up early for the gym. I also have a fundraiser I'm doing uh for the um attending the, uh, for the boys and girls club tomorrow mm-hmm. so uh go out and support your local boys and girls club check it out i think it's check out boys of girl boys and girls club of the coachella valley on yeah. google it and i don't have the exact stream but or the exact uh, uh url but uh yeah so i'm going to that event tomorrow and uh yeah so I had a lot of fun and don't forget we will be whether jara's here or not we're going to be doing <laughs> moon night in a couple of weeks uh but yeah so this yeah. is the first non-bonus episode we've given you guys in a while so yeah enjoy i think this is like episode 65 or something last thing naomi that's the character i was thinking about it's gonna be an on 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 arrowverse naomi oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay now uh, i remember i do remember yeah. that um they yeah. announced her at uh at fandom yeah they did yeah i do remember that so yeah well guys uh again Keep the comments coming even after we're off the air. If you go back and live, if you go back and restream this, you can add comments and it will come to our little comment board up here. And we really appreciate it. Uh, so anyways, uh, one final thing. It is, he is J.R. Kabakugan at also not J.R. Comics 42. Yeah. I am Kevin, I am Kevin Pillow at Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms except for TikTok because some asshole yeah. stole it. So you can, if you're really interested in following me on TikTok and I haven't posted anything. Don't. Don't. At Voice of Reason twenty three seven two three seven on uh, on TikTok. So yeah, I don't do anything. I just go in there to watch funny videos. Uh-huh. So, all right, guys, have a great one. Uh, I'd say wear your damn masks, but that ended when that ended when Russia started invading Ukraine. So mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh but, man, uh, we could talk about that, but yeah, that's a whole different topic. Uh, Putin, Darth uh, Putin. Oh my god, dude! Solidarity, solidarity with Ukraine, man. Fuck them up. Uh, Oh, dude, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, guys, have a great night. Enjoy your Friday night, and uh, always peace. Peace, man. Peace and love, and fuck you, Russia, and fuck Russia, I guess. (laughs)